Hello, welcome to KM's Fantasy Football Heroes Podcast. You're here with Kyle Scala, and I'm here with Matt Ferreira. How are you doing today, Matt? Great. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We have a wonderful addition today here on our talk show. We'll be uh, starting with the Stardom Sidum for Week 3 Fantasy Football. And we'll go ahead and get it started, Matt, with you, uh, with the San Diego Chargers. They have Melvin Gordon and Phillip Rivers on that team. Can you give me some uh, definitions on them? Well, they're facing the L.A. Rams, uh, one of the, one of the, if not the top defense in the NFL, uh, playing like uh, secondary that um, everyone thought they would be, and receivers are having a tough time. Uh, you saw the Raiders Week One struggle and go to their tight end Jared Cook um, for what was that, 15 receptions, a lot of receptions. Um, and then the Arizona Cardinals could not score a single point. It's going to be a tough go. However, Melvin Gordon is a different subject than Philip Rivers. Melvin Gordon is one of the top backs in the league, playing like it. And he is, for PPR formats, he will be a must start. I don't think I care what defense you're going against. Melvin Gordon can find the points. He will find the ball. He will touch the ball. Well, do you believe that Melvin Gordon owners would be a little bit skeptical with uh, the David Johnson situation that happened last week in terms of they they shut down David Johnson. Yes, Arizona is a bad team, but are Melvin Gordon owners a little worried at all? They would be right to worry a little bit when you're facing the Rams. However, I don't think the Rams have faced a, a good offense until week three coming up. It'll be a good test for both teams. Um, it, it should be exciting. Yeah, if if I do believe, I if I'm a Melvin Gordon owner, I would be starting him no matter what this week. However, if I'm a Phillip Rivers owner... I would be a little hesitant. I do believe he might struggle in the first half, uh, and they will have to start passing it in the second half, which will help Melvin Gordon out. Mm, yes. But I still believe Phillip Rivers will throw at least one or two interceptions. He may get a touchdown or two, but I don't believe he's going to have uh, a fantasy week how he had the first two weeks. Right on board with you with the, with the turnovers. Uh, you know, Phillip Rivers' pass is full of uh, inter- Full of turnovers, and while he's been playing like a younger breeze lately, he is going to have a tough week, most likely. And with how much talent is out there for quarterbacks early in the season, I can't imagine you not being able to find someone to take his spot for a week against the top defense. Great. Well, let's move it on to the Detroit Lions versus the... New England Patriots in Detroit. And someone that I find rather interesting um, who's come on strong as of late is Kenny Galladay, Baby Tron. Baby Tron. That's a that's a good interesting name. That's he's a, he's the number three wide receiver he, on that team. He maybe, is. maybe he's gonna steal number two. 
uh, looked like uh, he could be taking I, that from Marvin Jones. But what's your take on on uh, I, Galladay being the number number three option? Uh, is he startable yet uh, in a as a wide receiver two, or is he purely a, a flex play? You know, Marvin Jones. I, I don't believe that any of them are going to lose touches or any of them are going to lose any snap counts. Uh, they're all three valuable on that team. Now, yes, Marvin Jones, I believe, is going to be the least valuable because he's more of their home run hitter. Yeah, it helps to have no run run game and have had a run game since <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. 1999. Yeah. Uh, so with LeGarrette Blunt, yeah, he got hurt the other week. He didn't get as many touches this week. Um, they have been playing from behind uh, both weeks. So they have been having to pass it a lot more. That's but Matthew I, Stafford offense. But I do believe, uh, yes, Galladay is a start. He is a must start uh, if in your flex spot this week. Uh, if, if you know, if you have a wide receiver one, wide receiver two, you would start them. But he is a flex opportunity, I believe, uh, to be starting this week against the New England Patriots. Good deal. Let's keep it at that. Okay. Start Galladay. Uh, I want to go over to the Denver side. A surprise man over there. Philip Lindsay, the undrafted rookie. Out of Colorado, is it? Yeah, out of Colorado. Uh, I want to talk about him because I actually picked him up in my uh, in my in our league, and boy, he's uh, he's he's something special to watch. He really is. Do you do you believe he's going to be able to maintain uh, what he's done the first two weeks? And, and yes, he he has been able to score. Yep. That has really helped him. However, do you believe he is a must-start this week? I think that Philip Lindsay is trending towards a RB2 play for early in the season until we see uh, what Royce Freeman is going to get bring to that offense in full. He He's probably a must-start. Um, Royce Freeman is uh, still getting his, his touches, but... I, it's looking like a split. Yeah, it it really is, especially on the on the running side of things. Royce Freeman, that's all he is. Um, yeah, Philip Lindsay did have a, a lot of um, opportunities in the passing game week week one, which the touchdown really helped him out on there. And in, in week two, he really didn't have many looks in the passing game. That was more that offense was was a really different offense. So yeah, it wasn't designed. It wasn't designed for that. But I do believe Philip Lindsay, Devontae Booker is really he's he's the man out of that offense. There, uh, he didn't have any looks. I believe. I sure hope our listeners have already dropped uh, Devontae, Devontae Booker. Booker. Yeah, he Devontae Booker is should be going on the waiver wire uh, and should not be on anyone's team unless you're in a deep deeper man league and you're trying to handcuff him for an injury. Um, but yeah, right. Phil, Philip Lindsay will be the guy. He he's actually getting most of the carries there. So I, I believe Philip Lindsay is a you know RB not really RB two, he's more of a flex play um, in uh, uh, leagues this week if you want to start him. I'd I'd push close to R B two but yeah. R B two, huh? Um, I, I, I don't know if I'd put him as an RB2, uh, but... Uh, have faith, Kyle, have faith. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I certainly know in, in, in my uh, team, I'm not putting him in as my RB2. That, Even against the Baltimore sure. defense, I, with his 
receiving side, he's he's still he's a start. Everyone's everyone's starting him in RB two or flex. Yeah, he's definitely have a, faith in him a, against Baltimore. a flex possibility if if you don't have a a deep uh, bench. All right, let's move on. Juju, you got some good juju going on here over in Pittsburgh, right? Yes, he does. Juju's always keeping it, keeping it fresh over there, with or without AB in the past season, with or without Le'Veon, he's chugging along with that offense. It's a machine out there. I I it's believe, very surprising that he's yeah week week two. A lot of teams have been double coveraging Antonio Brown. As they should. So it, it really it's it's helping Juju in fantasy. It it really is, and it's really showing it in his in his numbers. However, he is in his second year. He has the more experience. He had a great year last year. He has some really good games, uh, and he I believe he is a must start this week as well against a Tampa Bay defense that allows, you know, last week um, to the I think it was the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nelson Aguilar had a great game last yes, week. Uh, I think he had about 88 yards and a touchdown uh, with eight receptions, if I remember correctly. Yeah, if the Eagles had uh, had Jeffrey were playing as well, they they would have um, oh it, had well yeah on the run. But. They would have had him on the run, but yeah. So so going back to uh, Juju, and he had a great week one as well. Uh, I think 121 yards. Wow. In week one, so uh, he's shown out. He's definitely a must start as your our, uh, uh, wide receiver too. Um, do not sit Juju. Is my take. without question. Yeah. Let's move on to a struggling quarterback with a struggling offense. A lot of changes for Russell Wilson and company. Is Russell Wilson startable? Who's Russell Wilson facing this week? You know Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm going to give him a pass for one week because he did play against the Chicago Bears defense this last week. I think he had uh, got sacked five times in the first half. So I will take Russell Wilson um, as a a week one pass. Against Uh, Dallas defense. So as far as this week, is Russell Wilson a must start? Yeah, if you have him, I believe you can start him this week. it all depends who your backup is. If you even have a backup, if you don't have a backup, you're definitely starting him. If you do have a backup, uh, it really just depends uh, on who your backup is and who they're playing this week. Yeah, Wilson is too capable, too dangerous to to sit against a, a Dallas defense, and got to have hope that the Seahawks will figure out how to run this offense without Jimmy Graham or Doug Baldwin. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's uh, go move on over to defenses uh, this week on a must starter sit them. Uh, so the Chargers defense. Against your Rams. Against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. So, what's your interpretation? Are they a, a starter sit this week? That's going to be a tough call. The Chargers are supposed to have a pretty impressive defense this year. Definitely not like your Rams. Not quite there, but. Seeing what the Rams offense has done, they have plenty of tricks in their toy chest, plenty of toys in their toy chest to play with against uh, the good defenses. I would definitely try to find a 
sub in there for your Chargers defense. Okay, so you'd sit them this week. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go with you on that. Uh, the, the Chargers need to be sat this week. Uh, they may even get negative points for you this week. So I do believe they need to be. They have not even gotten a touchdown this season for the defense. Uh, they've gotten two interceptions against Buffalo. Buffalo is a terrible team. So yeah. there's there's nothing wrong there. So I, I really do believe the Chargers uh, must be sat against the Rams, who are going to – I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring yes. game this week. Um, and so there's going to be a lot of points and a lot of yards uh, given up in this game. So I, I It'll do, be a test for both defenses, yeah, certainly. I do believe it's going to be a must. Avoid your L.A. Chargers. All right. Next subject on the docket here, we have our studs or duds. Studs and duds of the week. All right. So let's go ahead and start with the uh, wonderful Fitz Magic. Mr. Fitzpatrick. So last week, I remember I was wrong about him. He's pulling bunnies out of his hat each week, surprising us all. I was wrong. No one knows how, knows how he's doing it. Well... I would say roll, you got to roll with him. You have to roll with with the dice. He's he's a hot hand right now. He's a hot commodity. Uh, you you roll with Fitz. Now, here's the one thing I will say about him. He will falter. Fitzpatrick will falter. This is what he is known for. Eventually, he will start throwing interceptions and he will falter in terms of fantasy value and even losing in the game right so his issue his issue would tell you that the, yes the question is when so so write him until you can because is it going to be week three when he's he knows that uh winston is on his on his tail about to get the starting job back possibly for week four or is it going to be if Tampa bay gives him a chance in week four yeah i say you ride storm as well i i, I think you got to ride it they do play the pittsburgh steelers defense this week and Pittsburgh has been giving up a lot of points uh, and a lot of touchdowns. Oh, shoot, you're right. Just last week, Patrick Mahomes throwing six touchdowns. Pittsburgh has defense. Yeah. Well, well don't you remember? <laughs> you have Patrick Mahomes. He was on your bench. That's, that's exactly my question. With, with six touchdowns. Where do they bring up that he's on my bench? <laughs> Pittsburgh does not have a defense. Exactly. Play anyone, so, everyone, you can get your hands on. So yes, you, for Tampa Bay this you week. would ride Fitzpatrick this week. Uh, he's going to be a weekly test for him because eventually he will falter, and Jamie Winston will take that job back. Definitely, definitely. Let's uh, move on to my my New England Patriots new addition, Josh Gordon. Do you see him, since you're the unbiased one over here in New England, mm -hmm. do you see Josh Gordon being a stud or dud on a new team? Oh, man, it, you know, this is one I've been really uh, thinking of a lot. And Josh Gordon, I don't even know if he's going to make it through the season with the Patriots, to be honest. Neither does he. <laughs> I don't even know. He might get cut before the, the playoffs come around. Uh, Josh Gordon is a guy who has great potential. Uh, he has shown great flashes. He was hurt in week one, but and so he only had one catch. Uh, but he did turn that catch into a touchdown at the end of the game to help the te their team out tie. So I do believe if there's someone that can help Josh Gordon, it's Tom Brady. 
if someone can rise him to the occasion, it'll be Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Um, but it's really going to depend on on Josh Gordon's attitude and, and, and his mental ca- capabilities. And yeah, as far as starting him uh, as a stud or dud, I, I believe he's a dud right now until he can prove that he's capable of showing himself. But do you see him proving it? Do you see him proving it on the New England Patriots? Is he going to prove himself, or is he going to be a dud like he has been in the past three years? I think he's going to be a dud. He's going to be a dud. I believe he'll be a dud. Because you have Chris Hogan on that offense, Rob Gronkowski, and Julian Edelman will be coming back shortly as well. Oh, oh, and, and let's not forget James White, who they, they bring out into the uh, the wide receiver spot. And and let's not forget Philip Dorsett, uh, who, who, yes, he'll, he'll be getting a lot less looks once Edelman comes back. However, you have all those wide receivers on that team. Uh, that, that that's my take. As a fantasy player, as a New England fan, very skeptical myself. Um, there's been plenty of guys that have run through with records, with history, with experience through New England. To list a few, lately Britt, Matthews, Decker, Ochocinco, not recent. They did nothing for for the New England. I think the one thing that Gordon has on his side is age and youth. Yeah, youth. He—that's the one thing on his side that's going to help him make something of himself in New England. And you—if you know Belichick at all—he's going to pull every ounce of anything he's got left in Gordon. With that said. The hopeful New England fan of me says you might see 1.0, not 2.0, Randy Moss, but you might see something like a Randy Moss situation. Uh, oh, you're going far yeah. down that one. You're going a little far right there. Uh, he ain't gonna Maybe be no, not too far, but... He's not going to be Randy Moss. You, really, you want to compare him to Randy Moss. Oof, he's barely even played in the league in three years. Josh Gordon has been, barely been playing for... What three? He had the one game this this. Uh, and he's rested and ready, baby. Oh man! All right, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if he's Moss 2.0. Have faith in Belichick. And Belichick, we trust. As all you New, New England fans out there will say. Well, Kyle, I want to move on to a our last topic that I think will be pretty fun. Who would you rather? And we'll, we're going to circle back to our our buddy from Studs Duds, and that's Fitz Magic, or Carson Wentz in Week Three. Week Three. Who would you rather? Well, for me, that's going to be a <laughs> that's going to be an easy one. Um, even though I'm not a fan of Fitzpatrick, like what I said last week, I'm not a believer of him. Um, I am saying to ride him. Uh, as he's a hot commodity, and this week he plays the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Right. Uh, Carson Wentz is is barely coming back from his surgery. Uh, it'll be his first game back. They're gonna. I think they're gonna really gonna uh, ride him in slow. Um, they are playing Indianapolis's uh, defense, so their their defense is not very good. But I do believe they're gonna try and run the ball a lot. 
and they're they're really going to work them in slowly. So if I had to pick, uh, who would I rather take? I would take Ryan Fitzpatrick this week in week three. I'm going to try to play with this one here. On the opposite side of you, here we have an Indianapolis defense. We have a hurt quarterback with two torn ligaments coming back. You know Doug Peterson wasn't going to bring him back until he knew he was ready. Maybe Doug Peterson is getting a little scared after squeaking out a win against Atlanta, taking an L against Tampa, Fitzmagic, or Carson is actually ready and he's going to be himself and surprise us all. The kicker in this debate here is a Pittsburgh defense against the Tampa Bay Bucks and Fitzmagic. That, that's the kicker, and that's why Fitzmagic is going to outperform Carson Wentz so easily. So you're taking Fitzmagic? In the end. In the end, I have to take Fitzmagic oh. in week three. Okay. Yes, I do agree with that, especially the Eagles uh, are still without Alshon Jeffries as well. I'll go ahead and just add that. Certainly. Less weapons over there, and not to mention JHI. Just right. a little reminder. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, wide receivers. Uh, who would you rather start? I'm going to go with Kenny Stills versus Deshaun Jackson. That's a good one. That's a good one. Stills, he's facing Oakland. Who is Kenny Stills facing? Let's see. Deshaun Jackson is facing. Well, we know he's facing our Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. But we do have Steels facing Oakland. He's facing Oakland. Oakland defense is ranked ninth against wide receivers, not allowing too much, uh, too many yards, and only one touchdown on the year. Miami's been surprising though on offense uh, this year. For me, I think that's an easy, um, an easy one. With Deshaun Jackson surprising us last week off of a concussion slash semi shoulder injury. That connection between Fitz and and Deshaun looks pretty great, so I, I'm easily going with uh, Deshaun and versus Kenny if uh, if I had that dilemma on my lineup. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you there. I'll just I'll just be real quick. Uh, Kenny Stills, uh, he had four receptions week one, only two receptions in week two for 17 yards. He he really he's only a home run hitter or nothing. So and, and I know Deshaun Deshaun Jackson is the same way. However, Deshaun has been lights out with Fitzpatrick, like you said. So I would go with Deshaun as well. Good call. Let's move on, as we sure seem to like to talk about uh, the New England Patriots. I wonder why. Let's uh, move on to Sony Michelle versus Rex Burkhead, a battle for. The carries in yes. New England. I wanted to bring this one up because I think it's a good one for fantasy owners here. So, uh, Sony Michelle, who we I actually talked about last week uh, in saying I wasn't a firm believer in him. Uh, you know, him being inactive in Week One um, wasn't ready for him. And, and really, he didn't he didn't do much last week. He had ten carries, uh, I think, for 30, 30 something yards. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if he had a catch. He may have, he did he have, may one, have catch. one catch. Yeah, he had one catch. So it really wasn't much value. He had four uh, uh, fantasy points in PPR. Uh, Rex Burkhead actually um, 
six only had six carries. So Sony Michelle uh, had more carries than Rex Burkhead. Yeah, the so, minute the minute they brought Michelle in, you didn't see Rex until the end of the game. I I am a believer. If you had to pick between the two, I would pick Michelle. But I'm still not high on Sony Michelle yet until he can show me something and prove to me uh, he can average uh, four four plus uh, yards a carry. Uh, yeah. Maybe he needs more carries. That's what the Patriots are looking for. They 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 sign Rex Burkhead, hoping he could be that guy with Deion Lewis um, on another team. But they drafted Sony because of his potential. Mm-hmm. He's I saw him on the field for the first time. Um, uh, obviously not in college, and he he's a bigger Patriot back than we've seen um, outside of Blunt. Bigger than the failure of Stephen Ridley and anyone else that the Patriots have on the roster currently on running back, and I'm very excited to see what he could do. Very optimistic. That's why my I myself picked up Sony Michelle on the waiver wire this past week. I saw that you re-picked him up. Yep, I, I dropped him because I wasn't sure if he was in, uh, after week one because I wasn't even sure if he was going to play week two. I, and then I saw his potential um, against a great defense, Jacksonville, last week. I do believe that was a good pickup for you because, like I said, I think he's going to have potential. I I just don't believe he, this week. I don't. I wouldn't take Burkhead or Michelle this week. Um, so. Yeah, I I think I think you'd be. That that you would only start one of those, in my opinion, if you had a, if it was a must start. You had some injured running backs, right? Uh, something to that nature. Um, hopefully, you're not what, so light on running. One back. of them maybe be a flex, a flex appeal. Michelle be a flex appeal if you're really hurt, injured at the on your bench. You don't have any any upside at your uh, wide receiver. Your if we're talking back. week three, I, I really want to. I really would lean towards Burkhead as a flex play. Since I'm not sure what I'm going to get out of Michelle on the receiving end, I know Burkhead will get can get more um, attempts, um, more targets. He can, but I, has a with history. with James White there, I don't see Burkhead has any any high value um, the on one. on the receiving end now. I, I believe that their Dion Lewis is James White in the receiving end, not in not the, end, not yeah. in the running end. Yeah, yeah, I'm, it's it's starting to look like. Burkhead could be losing his 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 job and snaps. It should be interesting to watch. I really look forward to watch it, seeing three interesting backs in in New England. All right, so let's end it. Uh, we have one more with quarterback situation. Uh, who would you rather start this week, Big Ben Roethlisberger or Drew Brees? That's a good one. Big Ben going against Tampa Bay, and Breeze going against our Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta has been shaky defensively, just as Tampa Bay has. That's a really tough call. However, I think I would go with old reliable Drew Breeze, without a doubt. He's got his basically full offense with him. He's he's loving uh, Michael Thomas, probably the number one wide receiver in the league, and will prove to be that week in week out. 
and Alvin Kamara performing. I, I, I'm taking Breeze. Well, I'm actually going to um, go on opposite side with you on this one. I'm going to go with Big Ben Roethlisberger. I know Drew Breeze is playing in the Dome in Atlanta. He likes the Dome. He, their their home, home state. But I'm going to go with Big Ben Roethlisberger. Like I said last week, I know he had a terrible week one. I said he would have a bounce back week two, and he did. Yeah. Uh, and I believe going up against Tampa Bay, it's 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 probably going to be a high octane affair. If Fitzpatrick can uh, keep his magic going, then I believe it's going to be a, a high scoring game. shootout, just like against Mahomes. Yeah, just like against Mahomes, um, I do believe it can be. So I think I'm going to go with Big Ben. I I think it's a a safe play. I don't think you can go wrong with either of the two though. But if I had to pick one, I would go with Big Ben. Certainly. Very good call there. Well, to wrap up uh, this evening, we will um, let you know that going forward, you should look for our podcasts on Tuesday evenings. Just in time for your waiver wire news and advice after each week, starting with after week three. Put your waiver wire claims in because we'll be here ready to give you that advice. Thank you, everyone.